Hello, everyone. This podcast episode is sponsored by Arbor Vitae Wellness Center here in Santa Monica, California, where they offer services such as chiropractic care, physical therapy, acupuncture, and massage therapy. A lot of you have heard me talk about injuries I've dealt with on the podcast, and I reached out to Arbor Vitae a few months ago to get help with my neck and back pain, and the owner, Dr. Gerges, uh, we call him Dr. G., Uh, He's done nothing short of an amazing job. He didn't just help relieve the physical pain, uh, but he showed me how the mental and spiritual aspects of my life are important to maintain for my physical health. A lot of you guys that listen to the podcast are musicians, athletes, or dancers, and we regularly get aches and pains, and it's so important to get help from somewhere like Arbor Vitae that takes the time to understand our demanding lifestyles. And... I mean, no matter what you do, we're all spending time sitting down every day. You know, we're on our computers, we're driving and whatnot. So if you just want to feel better in general, Arbor Vitae Wellness Center is the place for you. All right, let's get this episode started. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start off and just tell people how we even you know how this even sure. came to be. So um, again, I've known you now for three seconds and can already tell you're a very kind person. And before you you got here today, um, how we met, you um, very kindly. These are and which by the way, like you know, anyone listening, if if you want me to like just absolutely think the highest of you like message me and give me a compliment about the podcast that that's you will like be in my like well but that was genuine it I was. was not even expecting to meet i was just like this yes, is great it was like like, I should like let you, him know. It, thank and it was great i remember reading it i was like ah oh, yes and no because you messaged me and because we had amy on the podcast mm-hmm. and you said like you know how much you enjoyed her episode and um you know, and then I, I saw, um, like, I, I of course, I visited, visited your profile, saw all the cool things, like, you were doing, what you've done, mm. and I was like, because I remember you ended the message, and you were like, I hope our, our uh, paths cross, and then I was like, fuck, yeah, they should cross, <laughs> like, I was like, looking at all the cool shit you've done, I was like, yeah, uh, hell yeah, we're gonna get you on the fucking podcast, and, awesome. um, yeah, no, I mean, so, like, that, that's how we're here to today, and, uh, Anyway, before we go any further, do, awesome. the, you know, do the honors. Listen, I wanted to tell you, I downloaded this app for very specific purposes. It does one thing. Are you ready? Oh. <laughs> I play it sometimes. It's the only thing that this app does. Like, <laughs> yay! My, my sometimes I want to like enter a room. Oh, yeah. You know, or maybe like a classroom or like see my students. Just play that. Then they'll know <laughs> it's time for class to begin. <laughs> Oh my god! I I my my roommate was like, yo, because he was like very tech savvy. He was like, hey, I know how to like hook that up, like so we can have like a switchboard and you can just press all this stuff. And wow. like I've like specifically told him no, because like me, I would press that shit like every all the time. I have to put it on a separate screen and I have to swipe twice in order to get to it. So like I don't abuse it. 
It's for specific times. <laughs> oh, that's like, I need that, but like for like. Instagram. I will send it to you. Please, yeah. that would be that would be fantastic. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, hey, I'm Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes it's I find it funny to try to introduce myself because yeah. I I'm curious what side of me do people want to know? Do you want to know about? You know, that's because a great question. many people will be like, oh, I know you as the percussionist, or you know you as within like entrepreneurship or startup world yeah. and um, arts admin or fitness or just being a goofball because I have a rap horn mm-hmm. on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm a I, big fan of pranks. Okay. <laughs> Look okay. out. Oh, shit. So now I'm like all skeptical and shit. <laughs> no, but like very strategic, not often. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So not like the, the petty not mean small ones. ones. Like no. you've got to be like very like. I will plan out one for like a good three months. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god well let shit. the countdown begin no no, oh dude. <laughs> no dude but i i i feel like i feel like that's a good introduction though okay. like i think like part of why it was it's it's interesting or why i thought it'd be interesting to have you on is because mm-hmm. of all these different things and everyone who like has these um like i feel like you very genuinely kind of like described what it's like to live the way that you do because um people know like there you exist in different worlds so mm-hmm. there's like a different there's like different copies of Kristen out there <laughs> in the startup world and the music world so um but that that's what's cool though because I like the especially now that I've had quite a few people who do very different things and exist in these different worlds. What I'm realizing is like, of course, uh, developing the skills in those worlds is like those, you know, that's like the objective challenge, but it's the, um, the, the subtle mental shifts that are like, like, like like going in and out of those worlds and like how, and mainly because the communities are so different, like the vibes might be so different. So like, um, obviously the people that I'm, uh, able to meet doing this and how I'm able to carry myself doing this is very different than like the orchestral classical world. Mm. And, um, mm. but anyway, that, that, that's, I, I just think that that's a great intro of yourself because it's like, yeah, I mean, that's that part of the difficulty is because everyone wants like a quick, fast description. Like yeah. I am Kristen and I do this. But like people want to figure you out, yes. you know, and they want to yes. like be able to know what's up. Yes. And when they can't, <laughs> it's a like it's a challenge for them. Yeah. Or it's like it feels uncertain for them. The fun part is like, all right, well, I guess you don't have to live my life. So we're yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> but even within percussion, I had trouble trying to just like explain my musical self because, you know, I'm classically trained. I went to a music conservatory. I did the orchestra stuff. I did the excerpt drilling I also did the Bach on marimba you know I, but also I was doing drum set and world percussion and hand drums and um uh, yeah like I had a I was very lucky I had a teacher that was like oh you want to do it all mm. and he didn't limit me you know he was like all right well let's at least make sure that your hands on your conga chops are, are going to be good yeah. and let's make sure your your wrists on marimba are going to be good and um, so, like, that was a really nice fundamental for the first couple of years because I know some other schools where 
they have made student percussion students choose. You know, you're going to be jazz drum set or you're going to be orchestra yeah. or world percussion and yeah. um, uh, whatever term they want to be using now. <laughs> but but it was really great that he kind of allowed me to explore every other area and not that I'm going to be an expert in any of them, but I feel pretty confident I can sit in most most any session and know at least I can play. Mm-hmm. And that's been the best part, being in L.A. Yeah. I don't know many other cities where that would really be like an ad advantageous thing in, in your right. back pocket. Right. You know, but there's just so many types of genres. Like this, this past week, uh, already to go on a, a tangent, but <laughs> I am now learning some Arabic and Persian rhythms. Whoa. Like where on earth, why would I need to be learning that? Well, there happens to be a, you know, um, Persian pop star that I might be playing with soon. And so I'd better learn the rhythms. Yeah. And it's like cool to know that I have the baseline skill set to be able to play that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a 10 year journey from when I was in undergrad yeah. learning the very basics of hand percussion. Yeah. Um, but I think, and to your point, it's a mental framing yeah. of like, um, what type of musician do you identify yeah. as? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I've even within one area of my yeah. life, I've had trouble identifying one area. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's such a that's it's a fantastic point because like I think within um, uh, basically classical music, and I would say outside of LA, you're right in that. If you are, I mean, you know, most of us start off classically trained. So, at least in my experience outside of LA, there's this like weird, like uh, confused or even like looking down uponness that like mm-hmm. people might have if you like try to venture outside of that one genre that you're working on, which mm-hmm. is usually classical music. Um, like, like I think other genres sometimes can be seen as like distractions because I, I definitely remember in the conservatory like um, certain uh, friends of mine being like oh yeah like um, like my teacher like told me like not to take um, like jazz gigs or hip hop gigs because it would be like a distraction from yeah. classical stuff yeah. and I remember in my head it's like I, I grew up poor and I was like wait somebody's trying to pay you money and like <laughs> you're turning it down. You're like, no. like if these look if, if if they want me to play fucking Irish shit on the tuba, I'm playing that shit. Not and not just for you the money. Figure but it like, out. Yeah, like <laughs> it's a good it's a good opportunity to also like meet like different genres are different communities. So like yeah. like you get to meet different people through different mm-hmm. genres, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, but you know, I'm, and I'm sure we'll we'll dive more into the the um you know the the subtleties of the music stuff. But like, and you also do because I mean you you mentioned before we started that you do, um, you went to, to school for uh, admin work within uh, music, and you're yeah. now um, at a San Francisco Conservatory, right? Yeah. You're, you're doing admin work there, right? Yeah, right. so um, the beauty of it is uh, I'm the director for professional development and engagement uh, center there, oh. and I, when I was interviewing, I maybe should or not say this, but I was like, listen, I'm still a percussionist, mm-hmm. and I still have my startups. I don't plan on ever, like, turning off me being a musician mm-hmm. and I certainly don't feel like shutting down my startups I work too hard mm. on them for for now and and they were like no this is what we want our students to see is someone 
in it, you know, and walking the walk and navigating and not saying like, oh, this is what I did in the studio 20 years ago. It's like, no, this was my challenge last week with a contract (laughs) (laughs) and negotiating, you know, something. Um, So it's funny that it's kind of come really, really full circle, but I took two years off in between undergrad and grad and uh, ended up going to Florida State for my master's degree in orchestra arts admin. Um, and I thought I was on this fast track to becoming the next, you know, executive director at some orchestra and riding that wave, but life had other plans. (laughs) So, um, I'm grateful for how it's unfolded now. Yeah. So I have the skill sets of both, but I can communicate and both. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. And that, that, what a, what a like treat for the students, because um, I, I mean, I, I remember, I think my, you know, and, and no disrespect to, to him, but I remember my professional development person at my undergrad and like, he was like, like, I think he was like, like 65 and he, it was just a different, like, it was a, it, it was a different time and the, the it's very specific, but the best way I can put it um, like why my I, I I take lessons with Aubrey Ford, a phenomenal tuba player, mm. and I appreciate him because he, like, I'll, I'll say, man, it's so great to study with a teacher that understands like how distracting like the cell phone is. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 so like yeah. not that so it's like obviously you know all those guys whether they're eighty or or thirty like they all know the music really well, but those like mental subtleties of like being brought up in this day and age, like just all those little things, like how Instagram can uh, further, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever you're doing or hinder it or this or that, like just all these subtle things of this current era that I think it's cool that you're, I mean, obviously you're very young, so you're, you're, you know, I think the professional development role needs that, but if you go to most conservatories, it's probably like super old people and again no disrespect it's just no I mean I do think I kind of lucked out within this current position and situation um funny enough when you mentioned I social media I uh before I left on Friday I was guest lecturing at a class uh, in San Francisco and we were talking about digital presence um and halfway through the presentation or the lecture I was like all right, I'm just going to level with you. I'm also frustrated right now with my current digital presence. So like, let's just get it out there. Here's my current situation of Instagram and my website. And I don't really want to do TikTok, but I guess that's the thing I have to do, you know, like, um, and so I think it was really great once I leveled with them. Yeah. Um, but there were so many questions that started to come up with the students about, hey, how do I balance all of this and that? And um, in case anyone's listening that wants to just try it out, just batch your posts. If if Instagram stresses you out, don't try to force it throughout the week, you mm-hmm. know? Batch your posts and schedule it out yeah, and then hit it on autopilot and then you can go practice the whole week. You don't yeah. have to touch your phone if you don't want to. Yeah. Um, or look on Instagram and see everyone else's amazing <laughs> stories from the weekend and yeah. you weren't a part of it and, you know, like <laughs> then you get emo about it. Yeah. And then you go practice and then you cry. <laughs> you know, just like if it's a bother. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, <laughs> but it's like the, 
the funny part is like digital presence and marketing yourself and all those conversations within social media like hopefully those are vehicles mm -hmm. for you to go do what you want to do anyway mm -hmm. which is share music with the world or like share yourself through yeah. music with others mm -hmm. and the instagram story or tiktok reels or whatever like they're just the vehicle yeah there shouldn't be the reason you get so stressed out or down on yourself about it or like oh i'm not doing it right or yeah. i'm not doing i'm not good enough i'm not doing it right yeah. like th those are those phrases are made up anyway yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah. um you know when i hear some of the students because some of them are working on dropping their first album and they're like Kristen, do i like what's the right way of doing it do i drop a single do i give some previews and i can give i you know i work with them to build out a calendar and so they can um, be strategic about it, but at the end of the day, it's not about the post. That's mm -hmm. just the vehicle mm -hmm. to actually share what you're mm -hmm. up to, like to, to help facilitate what you're up to. Mm -hmm. so, can, can I, I want to comment on that. Yeah. Because me and my, my... And you can totally disagree with me. No, 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 no. I no, welcome no. it. It's not even that. <laughs> I, I want to add on something that you're saying because I, I actually, I think... I, so I've, I've learned that... Um, my roommate and I were having this conversation and he's uh, uh, a musician as well. And I've noticed that like on social media, people, pe very skilled people, people that are like at whatever they do, they do, they've spent a lot of time by themselves working on something. The respect that they have developed for their craft because of how much work they've put on it and how much, and like, you know, how they've realized like, man, like this, this, it takes a lot, right? Like, so when you're working on something a lot and you're getting like better slowly, you have a lot of respect for it because you're, you know, it, it it's, it's so difficult, but in that same breath, a lot, that respect also, I've, 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 I've noticed that that respect also creates fear because then when it comes to like showing off that hard work, mm. like because you have so much respect for their craft, mm. you're like, you then like, like the posts that you make, whether it's like you playing something or whatever, you're like overthinking like, oh, what do people like think about, you know, this, like how I sounded on this or this or that. Because you have so much respect, like because mm. you're you're almost too aware of what perfection sounds like to you, that like it hinders you from from posting something that's like ninety nine percent there. Yeah. But then on so on the but on like my friends that do play that social media game that like um, and this is an insult like objectively they don't have like a, a specific talent or skill, they just focus on the game itself. I've like I've always like admired how confident they are when they post something, because mm -hmm. um, and they like they just don't give a fuck. <laughs> like like they don't they don't, they're they're maybe they're posting something because like they're just like a pretty person or mm -hmm. they're they just just some funny thing that like they and but they do it so boldly and like they do it with such audacity that you would think that they were like like you know some big person or whatever but anyway the, the 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 shorter version of what i'm saying is like um i think in our world like a lot of us are missing 
what what I would like to boil it down to one word audacity like in in the sense that you spent so many years so many hours alone working on your craft and all you can think about is like you know it's like oh man like it's not the very best and the the thing is like just like in 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 person like in in real life like how people can kind of you know in a way smell fear like when you make those posts on Instagram when you're promoting yourself like people can like tell if you're like holding back people can tell if you're scared yeah you know so yeah. like it's weird but you almost have to have like a um you are what you say you are like if you tell me like oh you know I'm okay then I'm going to think you're okay mm -hmm. but if you sell yourself as like like you're confident in your abilities and, and you think you're one of the best, I'm going to think you're one of the best too. You know? So anyway, I just, I, I wanted to go on like a little tangent. No, I in love terms it. Of like, 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 man, there, there's just so many good people that are like absolutely like hindered by their awareness of what perfection sounds like mm -hmm. or looks like. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you're giving me such a little nudge of encouragement because there's this one marimba voice duo piece that I have been sitting on for months and I can't post it for some reason. I feel like <laughs> I, and I see all the other projects that are happening within our little circle of singing mallet players, which, you know, is vast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, there's like 10 of us. No, I'm just kidding. There's, there's a good bunch, but, um, you know, it's, I know what I want it to be. I know, I know the level that I'm capable of, mm -hmm. and in that video, I do it, and yet I am so fearful of yeah. uh, sharing it at this stage, yeah. which is funny. And then I see other things that are posted. And I'm like, man, like that does not sound good, or the, like the the miking placement doesn't doesn't actually do anything, yeah. or you know, like you can't hear the bass part of the marimba, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, but yeah. they it, it works for them anyway, and. Um, feel like an elder millennial <laughs> when I start getting curmudgeon about these things. Yeah. Um, but thank you for that because you're giving me the little nudge. Maybe yeah. I just need to put it out there. Yeah. It, yo, it, and I, I mean, I like, it's because I mean, you, you, I think you have the ear for um, uh, maybe if like a fellow percussionist uh, uh, post something and you can hear it. But like, even though you can hear it, you can be like, oh man, like I can hear like, you know, this wasn't that clean or whatever. Like the the odds of us remembering the critiques of those things that even like we have expert ears on, mm -hmm. like by the end, of, like like it's not like you're like going to bed being like so and so posted something and yeah. uh, it wasn't perfect. Like it's not like you're like like holding yeah. on to that critique that you have of someone else. It's like so why would someone hold on to that critique they have of you? Mm. You know, and then that's and, true. and that's just the people that specifically are experts to comment on that very specific thing that you're doing. So that means that like an oboist is not going to like look at your post and be like, uh, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I know what the fuck's going on with that marimba. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a, like I have, I have good musical ears as a tuba player, but like those, the subtleties that like a percussionist might have, like, no, I'm probably not. And like uh, something I, I, you know, find peace with, I think, this is pretty similar amongst most uh, instruments, but like very rarely is the person that's hiring you, do they play your instrument? Yeah. Hopefully not. I mean, <laughs> I don't know? know how many marimba players are contracting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right now, you know. So, you know, but I don't know, man. I, I think, um, 
anyway, I, 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 I uh, that th- this topic is like a something that's been like uh, recently very much on my mind because I think, of course, what I would say, don't post anything. If what like like should you make a bad post or post nothing? I would say post nothing before you post something bad, but like don't don't have like zero presence because your posts aren't perfect Mm. like yeah that easier said than done you know what my quote for this past for new year's eve it's not a very inspirational quote but it actually like (laughs) stung me so that's why i've held on to it but Mm. um is uh perfection is the enemy of done Mm. and Mm. that has really landed with me for the past uh, bit of time here. Yeah. But the other thing, you know, when you're saying respect, um, oftentimes I'll get held up. And this is, I don't know what other instruments. Yeah, maybe brassy. Like you'd have a sponsorship perhaps like Consumer or, or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like within percussion, sometimes endorsements can be really helpful. And I'm endorsed by some some absolutely wonderful, amazing companies, and I'm so humbled that they believe in me enough to, you know, put their logo mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, places. And and I get fearful sometimes of putting up videos, and I'm like, oh, but I want to honor, you know, the companies that believe in me yeah. and that they champion me, and um, I just want to be the best for them. And yeah. um, that's kind of a dangerous road sometimes because then – you're thinking about that then you're doing things for other people, which mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, but it's, it's funny that that is a consideration in my mind of like, you know, I really want to make sure I'm honoring the companies that have taken up yeah. a bet yeah. on me. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, yeah. like I don't take it lightly. Yeah. Some of these companies believed in me before I believed in me. <laughs> and yeah, like, I really am very grateful yeah. that they have because they've enabled my career yeah. further. Wow. I would not be where I am some, in some cases without their help. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think um, I've I always I always remind myself this, and I like ask my my um, you know friends, especially in classical music, this. But like, I think I think shit makes more sense when you start to think of yourself as an entertainer. Ah, I was just having this conversation with yeah. someone. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. I think your post change, I think how you execute, like anything that you put on social media or anything changes when you're not just thinking of yourself of this person with a skill set. You're not just trying to like convey that like, oh, I am very skilled in this thing. Mm-hmm. You're like trying Here's to- my inter- demo. Yeah. <laughs> you're like trying to entertain. Like you're trying to like, you're trying to- because the only the only thing that requires pure fucking skill and zero entertainment is a blind audition. That that that's 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 the only thing. Everything else, like when someone is like watching you, you're on a phone screen. Like you're competing with everything that a person can look at on their phone. Mm-hmm. Like so, is your uh like like. The, the tuba video I would make when I'm thinking of, oh, do I sound good versus the tuba video I would make when I think of like, okay, is does this tuba video like even come close to like 
like, you know, uh, forgive me for being graphic, but it's like, Cat oh, video? yeah, <laughs> no, no, like literally, it's like, it's like, damn, like, could I like make someone like stop watching their porn to watch my tuba video? You got to compare it to like everything that a person can look at on a screen, mm. and like, like put on that entertainer hat. Like maybe they're they're watching the fourth quarter of the Warriors, and like yeah. Steph Curry is playing, but they're watching it on that same device that they'd be watching you do your thing. And it's like, mm. like how are you also factoring in like entertainment? And that doesn't necessarily mean like like being funny or whatever, but just some. You realize that like like perfection mm. in your skill is like not your only job. Mm-hmm. Like like it's also like like. We're, we're entertainers. We don't really think of ourselves as entertainers a lot, mm-hmm. at least in the classical world. Well, also, you know, in, definitely more in the classical world, but in gigging world, you if you want to say entertainer, you're also an entertainer within your section, within your friends. Not saying, like, go make your section laugh at the break, yeah. but um, being fun to be around and, and a good hang and, and engaging and, and kind and, you know... Like, entertainment doesn't necessarily mean, I don't know, laughing yeah, or that. But, um, you know, after the blind audition, like you said, even if they're in a first week of trials, you're with your section. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, most of it is like, yeah, of course, by this point, <laughs> I, had a, I had a mentor that said, the goods have got to be good. She like shook my shoulders one day and was like, the goods have got to be good. No problem. No matter what. And so I've, that stuck with me. Like, of course you're going to be playing well on time in tune yeah. at the right volume. Yeah. But outside of that, like you have to feel good playing with your ensemble yeah. together, with your section together, you know, yeah. being engaging and respectful of your uh, principal or if it's in a recording studio session, you know, that you're, there's so many other skill sets that are required that are not uh, playing your instrument on time and intuitively, yeah. you know, like at the right frequency. Yeah. Um, so I think even entertaining, entertaining, in my opinion, is much more when it comes like authentically through mm. you. And you can see that on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's a genuine entertainment, um, that means you've connected with your audience. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. your audience can either be uh, viewers on Instagram or your fellow session mates or yeah. on tour yeah. or your audience. Yeah. Um, but if you're faking it, I mean, yeah. it's or, not going to land anyway. I, I, I see, I see less faking and just more fear. It's not, it's not even like, like, I, like some people are faking it, but mm. more so I see, I'll see like you can see on that person's face that they're like thinking of what I think, uh, like, what, what, like like like, mm. and there's something so nice about seeing someone that's like, man, yeah. like I don't give a fuck what you think about like this. Sounds yeah. like I'm posting this, yeah. and like enjoy. If not, whatever. Yeah. Like there's something like, I think, yeah, just like like there's no there's no need to be. There's so much more positive energy that's gonna come your way from that post than negative so much more yeah that's like a strong quiet calm confidence yeah that's there yeah you know so i just want to give them a hug (laughs) if they don't they feel like fearful yeah you know or like the little like maybe sometimes like in like the description of the video or maybe like in the comments that like the person who posts their thing like 
they'll do like a little like joke about like um like parentheses like ignore like the 47 second mark where like it, it wasn't perfect it's like, yeah nah, like don't even like who like don't say it we don't give like we don't care like chill so yeah anyway for for people listening if you're like damn oc we get it you 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 don't you, you want people to be confident i know but it's it's uh Oops, it's a <laughs> dude it's it is happy She's again happy easter <laughs> Yeah, like I, I don't know what day this will come out, but for people listening, this is uh, it's Easter Sunday for us, and um, Happy Easter! Yeah, we are celebrating yeah. Jesus in our own way here. So <laughs> hey, I played an Easter gig this morning. I celebrated Easter. And, okay, and I thought about Jesus today. Okay, I really did. I sat down. I was like, all right, damn, you know, thank you. Man, we have so, we could def- we could turn this podcast totally <laughs> sideways away from music. We could talk definitely about. I have so many thoughts on religion. <laughs> This is not what this Dude, podcast is hey, about. Hey, <laughs> look, if you, you want to get into it, you can get into it. But no. um, It is remarkable, in my opinion, within musician culture, Christmas and Easter are, at least for gigging musicians, that's yeah. the busiest times for us, right? Yes. And I grew up Christian and in the church and was, you know, every Sunday. Um, I also learned a good bit about Judaism and Buddhism and had some Buddhist teachers and and it's funny, as I kept growing, I was like, oh, this all talks about the same types of ideas. Yeah. Like, it's interesting. It's just language barriers. But um, it's funny, as we get to musician adulthood, it's more about gig season. <laughs> yeah. And we'll have, like, four or five Christmas um, services in one day. Yeah. And I'm like, this is supposed <laughs> to be, like, the holiest, like, wonderful evening, the candlelight. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's evening service, and you're like on your fifth coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I've been reflecting a bit about that too because I really like Easter, I l- and Christmas. I I like the holidays in the church because um, I grew up with like really strong organ music and Bach and like that sound of yeah. celebrating um, and and a congregation singing really loudly together. Yeah. I don't know. That's very special. And yes, it's musicianship, but it's more community mm-hmm. than anything. Um, and of course, you know, the religion I happen to be brought up in. Anyway, I think I'm going on a tangent at this point. But Dude, podcasts it's so, are it's so funny to think that <laughs> that is not the primary conversation once you get to like, I don't know, freelance musician life. Yeah. It's just Christmas and Easter. Yeah. Timpani, 5-1. Five, 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 one. Paycheck. Yes. Those are my favorite gigs, too. Hello, everyone. This podcast episode is sponsored by Cutting Up Barbershop. Guys, I cannot say enough how much I absolutely love getting my hair cut here. They do such a great job. And um, for the ladies, gentlemen, for kids, whatever you need, whether you're looking to get your hair cut, braided, curled up, or whatever else you can do with hair, Uh, They're going to do it and do it well. And not only are they going to do a great job, but the energy here is just amazing. Um, I know every time that I go that I'm guaranteed to have a good conversation, get in a good laugh, and just have a good time. And um, yeah, I really cannot recommend this barbershop enough to anyone here in L.A., that's looking for somewhere where you know you're going to leave there feeling good, looking good. Um, Cutting Up Barbershop here in Santa Monica is a place that you want to go to. 
So I will leave a description for where you can find their address and reach out to them to schedule your appointment. But yeah, guys, Cutting Up Barbershop, Santa Monica, don't miss out. You mentioned startups earlier and like, I mean, and, and knowing that, because you, you spend, do you spend a little time in, in San Fran? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I live part-time in San Fran and, okay. and part-time in uh, SF and part-time in LA. Yeah. I used to live part-time in Hawaii this past year, but, so cool. but, um, that I think I kind of hid from the pandemic yeah. for the last year <laughs> and I guess I'm coming back to the mainland, but, yeah. um, yeah, I was gonna say, do you want me to get a whiteboard? <laughs> Dude, I need to. I need it's hard, to have it's a hard whiteboard. for me to keep track of myself. Yeah, yeah. No, I bet. <laughs> like, no, I, I, I say that just because it's, it's. Um, you're probably the first person, uh, I've met that, um, uh, you know, is in the startup world and, uh, you know, has like mm-hmm. to some degree their base in San Francisco, but like you're not trying to make like the next Facebook. So I just thought, I think yeah. That's cool. No, I mean, and it definitely, like, I have places in both. It's it's tough because I want to still make sure, yeah, I'm present in L.A. musically, mm-hmm. like, still playing, recording, play, you know, like, available, all that stuff, and uh, super present in San Francisco because not only the conservatory but also, you know, startup culture. Um, it's interesting navigating being up in San Francisco in person mm-hmm. because I've been on a lot of, like, female founder panels and discussions and all that but it's it's different when it's live um and now that we're getting back to some in-person i don't know meetups hangs events um it's the reminder of how like how much of the minority i am (laughs) in san francisco within startup culture um but at the same time there is there's such a strong online network and support system Mm. um so I don't necessarily know, even when I'm meeting up in, in SF, like which side of me mm-hmm. I should share. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I, I mean, this, this is yeah. re- related. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, what, um, at what point, maybe it was always there, at what point did you realize that like just playing and yeah, like ju- mm-hmm. the, just playing, just being an instrumentalist, just being a musician, um, a performer, w- just wasn't uh, enough that like you wanted to do um, uh, more things. Or maybe you always had that, but like w- w- did that come into action later? Was that like less obvious than the performance route for you? It's mm. a great question. I wonder if I can give it a specific answer. Yeah. Um, let's think back. I mean, it's funny, even within music in high school as a three-season athlete, like I was mm. doing music on the side. I oh. loved sports. Yeah. I still love sports. But I, you know, I probably at conservatory, I kept getting into groups or leading this organization or getting voted for this other thing. And um, so I was always kind of leading, which I think starts to – strengthen your leadership skills or your communication skills um and i would did the performance degree no doubt um but i ended up going back and i wanted to create this concert called prism uh with like different colored lights and my biggest focus was that all of the 
ensembles and all the organizations within the conservatory were so segmented and I wanted everyone to be on the stage at once. Mm. I think I also just because I like having friends and yeah. big groups of friends and and saying everyone should meet everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, very confusing dinner parties. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, so I did that first concert and I was like, okay, this could be a one off or it could keep going. Um and we had eighty music students come back early from their winter break for a week to come rehearse and to make it happen. And those are just 80 of my friends that were like, yeah, we believe in what you're up to. Let's do it. Wow. So that's, uh, that's not common. Yeah. And um, I started managing and producing music festivals every summer more and more, and my name got passed around a bit more. I worked at the Cleveland Orchestra in artist relations, and that helped get a bit more of network and... Um, yeah, they were like, hey, I have this new festival in Dallas that I want to get on my feet. Do you yeah. do, do you want to come help make it happen? I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm 24 and have endless energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't need sleep. <laughs> but it was funny how my I was doing that for about six or seven years before I even created my first official concert production company. Um, and that was, I think if I start doing the math, People know how old I am, but yeah, it was like five years ago. And, um, and it, it, I think one thing unfolds into the next. I certainly at 24 wouldn't have known what things to file for which LLC and, you mm. know, uh, creating a C-suite and all of that. But all the other companies kept coming from listening to my colleagues and them complaining about pain points. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I could fix that part. Mm-hmm. And then I would start to build out a project around that. And so those kind of just kept evolving. Um, but I, I don't really think it was that goal-focused or intentioned of I'm going to stop being a musician so I can go do startup stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just kept playing and listening to my colleagues. And I was like, yeah, we keep complaining about this one same thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should figure out how to like fix it. Or yeah, help. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that so, so I, I think what's I don't really, know if that answers your no, it does, question. it does, and and I think what's what's cool about what you're saying is, um, you know, stepping outside of music, mm. I think what you're doing is is reminding how if you care about something, even just like a little bit, and you you put like a little action behind that care that like you can make an impact that people will get behind the things that you know you you want to do and I think you know I mean you had mentioned that, that you know a mutual friend of ours you know mm-hmm. uh, has students that should listen to this because you have you have a, a, a career where you're kind of doing a little bit of everything but I think a big part of that um, that anyone can relate to not just mu- musicians is like, I think when you're younger, there is definitely this uh, fear that, like, if you say something or try to do something that, like, no one's going to, like, care or mm. that you are you might get, like, laughed out of the room or, or, or whatever. But I think what you just said, you, you seem to naturally have a, a collaborative um, spirit. You're clearly you're able to, like, get people together but, um, you know, I, I don't know if, 
I think that looks scarier to young to some younger people than it actually is. That's the other thing. You know? Yeah. You, you think know? you have to have it all figured out in order to hit go. Yeah. You don't. You just yeah. need to figure out like the next two lily pads you might jump to. Yeah. We yeah. like we don't know where the other five are gonna be, but like we're gonna trust that they're gonna pop up yeah. eventually. Yeah. And um yeah, there's a lot of uh trust that goes into it. Um but also knowing that you're not alone. Like you do have a community, you have friends, you have people that care about you you have friends that will let you crash on your couch you, yeah. you like you i mean i also to this day have an open couch policy because i know what it feels like yeah. to not have to, to not know exactly the next lily pad yeah. that i need to jump to but um to know that there's a community around you that will support you even yeah. if you just met them recently um and, and w- yeah. w- would you say like mm-hmm. like like um the energy that you carry yourself with, the en- the energy that you put out, that that might be important as well in terms of like, um, because of course you are going to run into people that will make you maybe lose faith in, oh, in humanity. Million. Yeah, hundred million. There, there's also an energy that you can have that like you will also find other people that are collaborative that wants to work with you that um want to see you succeed and i I mean uh i know it's tough to kind of like talk about your own any it's tough for anyone to talk about their own process because a lot of times you're literally just being you but on on that note like would it be possible for you to kind of like look you know outside of yourself and, and just see like the qualities that you had that made it easier for people um, like yourself to like also find you and for you to be able to like collaborate yeah. with other people. Oh, a hundred million percent. Yeah. yeah. I like, I have three thoughts that happened all at once. Yeah. The one is that I like this analogy of that, you know, the energy that you're putting out there into where like, you might be really, really wanting to tune to 98.7, but your dial is set to 104.1, right? <laughs> yeah. And how on earth are you supposed to ever hear 98.7 if you are constantly putting out the other energy frequency of this other level? And you might really, really want to meet those. And you're like, why am I not there? It's the energy, that, the vibe. And it's not about like, oh, can I hang or not? It's just, you know, like being really in tune with who you know you're meant to be. Mm. And Mm. I... um, you know when you're not in that mm-hmm. frequency. To pull it really into musical terms, mm-hmm. like you know when you're not in that sound wavelength. Mm-hmm. You know when there's beats that are happening mm-hmm. in the recording session because yeah. you're not in tune. Yeah. And like if you're not in tune in life. Yeah. But I guess, and I guess you're gonna the, feel those beats. You're gonna feel those people right, <laughs> bumping right. up against and, you. And I guess the challenge is that like it's easier. I, it's probably easier, or easier for most people to realize that they're not on that same wavelength, uh, you know, or on the wavelength that they want to be. But then it's like, once you realize that, how do you like positively and kind, like to your, like be kind Mm -hmm. to yourself in the process of getting there so that like that, that first couple of times you're making those efforts of, you know, trying to connect with uh, maybe these people that like, you don't put yourself down because like it didn't, work out how you you know thought it would when you're just you're you're trying to like make that leap you know yeah uh 
this two two mornings ago. Yes, I had this conversation with a, an amazing colleague and also percussionist. Yeah. And we were kind of getting into it a bit of like, ugh, these same, I'll just be authentic here. Yeah, these same five-ish, yeah, you know, percussionists are holding the same chairs and we're like, they're not old enough to retire yet, but they're not young enough. And, and, and like, they're not in the same, we're not in the same age circle or realm mm -hmm. or anything. And we're just like, man, would they just retire already? <laughs> but, um, but she turns to me and she says, can't, aren't you excited when we are those 50-year-old annoying percussion ladies and, <laughs> and our students are saying, I wish they would just retire already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that funny little comment gave me such perspective yeah. because, okay, I'm on the path. Like, things are always working out for me, even when you think they're not. Like, this is a part of the path. We can't rush to get ourselves uh, to the next stage if... Uh, sorry, I'm going to pull in a bunch of analogies, but yeah. the, um, I love this other analogy of, you know, you just step onto the plane and you're at SFO and you check in and you put your bag up and you sit there and then like 10 minutes goes by and you're like, why am I not in LAX yet? <laughs> I'm like, I'm so frustrated. Can this yeah. plane get there faster? And yeah. you're like, nah, girl, that's yeah. not how aerodynamics works. Like <laughs> chill, yeah. watch them movie you, you, like you know you're on the path yeah. you're on the right flight the flight is going LAX or SFO to LAX like the plane the pilot knows how to get there mm -hmm. and it's all good it's going to touch down soon yeah um but it's so funny how many of us want to rush to get to the next destination yeah 10 minutes into the flight yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's no, such a good point like it and it's was that like too many analogies all no, at once? No, 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 no. Because like I think that actually makes it clearer. I I think like especially when you're you're young and hungry and you know you don't want to hear that shit when someone's like oh, I know be be you be gotta patient. be patient and this and yeah and I'm know. like you be patient yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know and it, and it, it, it's I think. Um, Sorry, I just want to put a quick asterisk. Yeah. Also, that does not mean that you don't work hard. Yeah. Or you work strong. You don't yeah. have to work hard, work strong. Right. You yes. know? Like, yeah. you're still putting in the hours. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's, it's, I, I think, so, like, I remember in my undergrad, you know, not, it's not too long ago, so I know the same, like, stuff is still being preached in that, um, the, the, the very literal, logical, advice that was given was what wasn't said was like the type of like how some like how you have to be built a certain way to like carry out those tasks mm. so like some of those tasks are like oh like reach out to some of the more older accomplished musicians and tell them you know that like oh you attend so and so and that you like, you know, maybe you admire them or, you know, what they're doing in their career and that like you maybe get a coffee at some time, pick their brain or, um, uh, you know, learn from them somehow, spend time with them somehow. And like, um, uh, like all the, all these like very good tips to students. That, like I remember it was like a month ago that, uh, 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 I was at this thing and it had like a lot of, uh, young students at, and I remember looking at their faces 
like as they were receiving information similar to that and you <laughs> it it they a lot of the stuff that was said i could tell that they were they knew that that was good advice but they're just too scared to do that shit uh, right so it mm. it so I was, I was like damn like how come the emotional component behind carrying mm-hmm. out those tasks aren't discussed and it goes back to that word that i you know was saying earlier in terms of like um audacity in in that like like I think it also comes down to fear. Yeah, well, yeah, because I think I think I was um I was t- like a th- in a similar uh, conversation. I was talking to a friend that working on he's been working on a song for a while. He's been working on this like one song every day for like two months, and um, you know, because I think th- his point is like it's his debut single, and he he wants it to, you know, sound good and this or that. And I remember telling him I was like, you know. Your, in term like your your the goal is admirable. It makes sense. Like you want to be seen as a good artist and 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 this and that. But like, a lot of the things that I think we're trying to accomplish, like we were in a in a way we're like waiting for some like figure you know some like fairy t- person to like stamp our card and be like you are now a good artist. You are mm. now qualified. Mm-hmm. And that that. You have to tell the world that you're qualified. Mm-hmm. Like you have to like present yourself as that thing. Yeah. Like you, there, no who, no, like no one, no one's gonna like walk up to you and be like, oh, like you are now ready to present yourself to the world. Mm-hmm. You know. So so that that being said, I think a lot of these tips that you get as a younger artist or just as a younger person there's still that like emotional component that's not being addressed. It's like, yes, you, if, if you say you're not enough to do those things, then that's true. Mm-hmm. If you say that you are, that's also true. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it's, um, I guess what I'm getting at is like, um, and you're I, in a way, this is, this is your, in your lane, um, in terms of professional development, in terms of realizing like, how does a student, realize that like how do you embrace the mindset of the person you will be at the end of the mm-hmm. road while you're at the beginning oh my gosh i'm i'm like amped up right now <laughs> that you're you're like teeing this up yeah because th- these are the conversations that i have with my students right now and uh last week a student came in and left in like tears of joy Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? This is super fun. Um, This is partially why I was hired. I have no idea why I have this like freakish love of mentorship. I think it's because I had really great mentors. Yeah. I'm super grateful and I just feel uh, like the honor to be able to pass on. God, I'm so lucky Um, from other humans (laughs) in my life. But the, okay, there was this one student. We're getting her ready for an audition. Many other of the colleagues are prepping for it. They're all going to be flying in. There's, you know, orchestra auditions are happening now. And um, I needed to get her into the mindset of the version of her that has already won and that is already there and is already accepted the position, right? Yeah. And so 
I would encourage, I mean, let's play a game if you don't mind, like right now, anyone yeah. that's listening, like close your eyes, think about you're walking onto the stage and it's your first opening concert of your new season. They're announcing you in the program. Okay. You've read your program. You've seen your bio there and everything's perfect. It's spelled right. They got your name right. Your photo looks perfect. It's a great headshot. Mm. <laughs> okay, and we're walking onto the stage. What does it feel like? What are you wearing? What type of concert black have you decided to wear tonight? What? How do your shoes feel? Um, you check in with your section. You nod. You say, hey, good evening. You feel the lights warming onto you. Okay, how's that feel? How are you feeling? You start to warm up. Some of your you know, normal warm-ups you've been doing forever, but you've got it. You're already there. You're feeling it. You're in it. You start to um, get yourself situated. Your music is organized. You start to look around to your other colleagues, and you look out to the audience, and you're like, yeah, this is where I'm meant to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So that's the version of you that's already one. You're already in it. We're going to take that version of you and step into the audition. And she walked out like tears of joy. And she was like, yeah, no, that is the musician. That's the level of musicianship that I know that I am. And she crushed it. Dare I say she crushed it. Wow. You know, and that's the conversation that I have with students on the regular now. And I feel incredibly lucky that I get to put them into that mindset. Yeah. And I, you know, and with friends. Yeah. Like it is it is not impossible. Yeah. You are not a you're not a faking that version of you. Mm. That's just the future s- version of yourself and mm-hmm. we are just a, maybe like a couple months early mm-hmm. to the party. Mm-hmm. But like that's already happened. Wow. <laughs> I well, I well, is that too I, weird to like no, expose? No, that's that's be, I I was that fun? It it was. Did you feel good? Awesome, and I I think that I I still think in in 2022 as you know we've we've somehow like brought like yoga to the forefront. We've brought all these yeah. like other things to the forefront, but vi- visualization is still not as big as it mm-hmm. should be, and 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 I think because we've 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 uh, thought early on in our lives that our imagination is something like associated with like child, you know, just being childish or like just it, 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 it's, it's, you know, something for fun. But when you visualize like your future and what you really want for yourself, it, you're, you're bringing in very necessary elements to like a, a very personal dream or fantasy. Like it's no longer like, oh, I want to be this thing. But like when you're sitting backstage waiting for you to like, you know, play with the New York Phil or something, mm-hmm. you're, 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 you're like, you know, there might be like a water cooler there. And yeah. you're, you're not thinking about a water cooler when you just say, I, I want to play with the New York Phil one day. Yeah. You know? Um, and I guess my, my, if like I would add anything to that, it would be that like when you get to that level, it's not because like the world on like a personal level was like, oh, you're now here and like we're now opening this door for you and you're welcome. 
I think it, it's also important to like add that like you are also providing them something. Like mm. you're you you're now at the skill level where they're able to sell tickets because of your hard work. Like it's not you weren't allowed this. Mm-hmm. You earned it. Mm-hmm. And like there's a there's a partnership here between you and the the hall, the orchestra. Like there's a you're also providing, you're providing something like you weren't allowed, you weren't given mm-hmm. this thing. So, so that like, cause I, I know like, um, you know, as we're pursuing our, our, our dreams or, you know, trying to get to our goals, it, it can be because it's so personal for us really at the end of that road. Like if you've ever achieved anything, it's, 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 you realize that like you're actually in partnership with that thing that like granted you that dream, mm-hmm. like it, they're partners now. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, I and I like to think about it that way because it's less like mystical of like yeah. oh like can someone open the doors for me? Well, and you the know? mystical thing about mindset or those types of framings. I mean, I'm very much <laughs> so that my dad, my mo- mom was like strong Christian. My dad was engineer scientist, right? Mm-hmm. Many interesting conversations at the dinner table. But um, I love neuro, like neurokinesiology, neurology studies, like studies of the brain. And you can watch neurons fire into, I've watched brain scans of after they go through a mindset of a coil, like a different neuron firing to a different part as you convince, you know, yourself of the version that you want to become or you believe you are. And, and then you start to coil these coils of myelin around these neuron neurotransmitters and I'm not a scientist by the way disclaimer right I'm a percussionist but but you watch these brain scans and you can't argue with the thing that you're seeing yeah. and um, when we talk about coils of myelin it's like the it's like you're driving on the 101 or you're driving on the autobahn yeah. And uh, that's why when we practice really good technique and good skill sets, you're coiling this myelin of being able to fire yeah. strongly together. And um, as you keep, and so of course, when you first start thinking about like that version of yourself on the stage and you know, like that awesome version, musical self, it feels scary or unfamiliar. That's just because it's, it's not that it's not you. It's that it probably hasn't gotten enough court time yet mm-hmm. or stage time yet. Yeah. And, um, I feel really strongly about this, actually, because I think um, I've seen where I've held myself up in the, those areas, and then I've seen the ways where I'm like, wait, no, I've done the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to discredit my practice time. Yeah. Like, I've put in my 10,000 hours. Like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, if anyone's ever interested, like, look up studies of neurons firing in different ways when you retrain your mind to believe in yourself. Yeah. Like it's amazing science. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and we don't have time to get into quantum physics, but like, (laughs) it's amazing. Yeah. No, it's, 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 um, I I think, uh, the, 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 the two things that have always, um, like kept me, um, confident, in in my self and in my abilities is um one i I think that the easiest of of the two is is literally i ask myself be like damn like what choice do i have Mm, yeah yeah like 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 what other option is there but to like like imagine 
there, there's a million different things, a million different people you can go to to feel incomplete. But like, when you go to yourself, like what, what, like why would I, it, you just, you always have to choose that belief in yourself. And it's that belief plus knowing that like you're putting the work in for that belief to like not be delusion. Like you're, you're actually putting yeah. in the work. Yeah. So it's not like. As a combination, yeah. right? The people that are just like delusional about yeah. like, yeah, I'm great. And yeah. they go play and I'm like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I can't like believe my way into winning like principal oboe because I've never played never oboe. Never played the oboe. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's like, fuck. Like I can actually, I'm putting in the work onto, I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to mm -hmm. fail. So mm -hmm. like, why would I like not have that belief in myself that I really can accomplish yeah. it? So that's the first one. And then two is, um, this might be of all of them, the most empowering because I think it's hard. It might be harder for most of us to like believe the ones that are super positive. I am always immediately freed when I remind myself that no one cares. Oh Yeah. People are super just yeah. focused on themselves. I, I, I <laughs> they don't care about me. Like, and for some reason, like the one that like the the one thought that pops up the most, I, I don't I don't know why, but I'll tell them they'll be like, man, like, like if I had like a absolute breakdown and went out on the four oh five and like stripped down naked and like took a shit in the middle <laughs> of the road. It would be the most for a day for like for like probably two or three days. It would be the most embarrassing thing. It'd be the talk of the town, and then someone else would have their turn. Yeah. And of course, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's always gonna be something that someone can bring up. <gasps> but so but it won't. It's not like you gotta like imagine a worst case scenario, <laughs> like absolute worst case scenario, and then realize like damn like you would mm -hmm. you would hold people's attention for like a couple days. Yep. Like a couple of days at most in your like absolute worst day, mm -hmm. you know. So so, how bad could it be if you're actually putting in effort to do the opposite? You're trying to like show yourself in the best light. Mm -hmm. Like so like how how bad could it be, you know? And and but anyway, I think I think what I'm, you know, as 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 as. All the all the corny things that we're told as kids are like you realize you get older and like oh shit like that's actually just like the true shit and it's um it's not said enough that like um in order to one day maybe be the best percussionist in the world mm -hmm. the step step one is believing that you're capable of being the best percussionist in the world that that's that's step one like step one is believing that like you if you put in the work you can be that thing that you want to be. And, but I, I think a lot of us are, are trained to believe that like that thing comes, that like belief in ourselves comes after doing a bunch of work. Mm. It's just, ah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Also, this is, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to like share this or not because it exposes definitely like something I'm still working on. Mm -hmm. But um, even after you achieve decent bits of success, mm -hmm. which, I don't know, on paper, things are all right yeah. for me, for yeah. what I'm up to. But I feel like I'm just getting started. Yeah. And um, sometimes to, th to think like, all right. Like I remember um, pre-pandemic, so like, you know, pull my brain back. Um, 
I don't know, we just like went through Grammy noms and it went well and we did it and and I still feel like I'm just getting started. Mm. And in other realms, people are like, oh, cool, like you did it. You did the thing. Mm. And I'm like, no, not yet. And um, I don't know if any like, you know, music students need to hear it or just like friends, humans that um, I don't think you'll, you'll ever get there. And that's like the beauty of it yeah. is that you're never going to get there. Yeah. So, um, there is no th- there. Yeah. You just like, hopefully keep showing up in the version of you that you want to be showing, but now hopefully it's a kind one that you're able to yeah. hang with others and be kind, you yeah. know, yeah. um, hopefully you don't want to have the version of yourself where you're like a giant jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If those people, I don't want to hang out with those people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I've been reflecting a lot on that lately, especially because, um, you know, even though I do have those successes, um, it's hard to not want more successes. Yeah. But I mean, isn't, <laughs> isn't that, that funny? Yeah, I was just say like <laughs> like and 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 one of the and the it's yeah, it's not about the status. Is that I guess the yeah. other thing? Yeah, I but I I feel like. You know, and maybe I'm too young to say this, but I imagine that like one of the greatest like gifts in the world is to wake up every day and feel like you're just getting started. I mean, that's a lot better than waking up and being like, I'm exhausted, I'm done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So of course there's a there's a healthy middle ground of having that feeling like I'm just getting started, but acknowledging the, 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 the great things that you've done with your time so far, like there's a, there's a middle ground there somewhere, but, um, that, that like that feeling of beginning that if you can get that every day, it's gonna, it's gonna, in a good way, it's gonna keep you on your toes, like pushing yourself to places that maybe you never like, like maybe, you know, and I think to some degree, everyone can relate to like, there There are things that like I intentionally set out to accomplish that when I accomplished, I was still somehow like a little bit surprised. Mm. I was like, fuck, I've been like, I've been working on this thing for years and it worked out. I'm like, and I'm still sitting there like a little bit surprised. And I, I think a, a lot of that comes from like the, the amount of respect that you had for the process um, that it's like, wow, like it actually... Um, uh, happen, but then to be able to move past that, acknowledge that, and then keep working um, because you actually like the process of what you're doing, and then you and you also believe in yourself to keep going, right? Like, like, yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, I, I, I think, I think that this type of stuff has been on my mind a lot since I recently. Uh, uh, very unexpectedly went back to school um, sometime in like October mm. and um, yeah yeah. What are you studying? Uh, I'm still just music performance. Okay. Uh, tuba at uh, UCLA. I'm I'm just not I'm not a very like school person. <laughs> That's uh, okay. That's why we go to music school. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And like real life is I I very much I think real life is a lot easier than school. Um and oh totally yeah I don't know how I did some of my school days. Yeah, it's it's uh it's tough, but I I have run into a lot of undergrads um that like like some have come up to me and been like man like so you you took 
you know, three years in between, um, uh, you know, uh, the, the degrees and like, what, what's it? <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, it's like, um, <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Like, yeah. I'm super happy that I did not yes. go straight through oh because I, like I, some of my colleagues super respectful with it, but it was like, I don't know, like, how do I do, how do I, like 19th grade? You know? Yeah. Yes. Um, I was like, there's, they were super stressing out about a, a paper or a thing. And I was like, man, do you know that I just like manage a budget and three international artists and fix their visas and yeah. like then still got them to the show on time? Yeah. Like this, no st- this paper is not stressful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. They, they have a name for that in, uh, you know, the, 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 the workforce they call them sabbaticals and 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 i think a, a break from after being in school for fucking like what y- y- we start pre-k somewhere around like three so uh, and then plus four years of undergrad mm-hmm. you, yeah 19 years of school i would say you know year 20 could be a sabbatical for a lot of us mm-hmm. and like it's just like that that break yeah, you, and and that that's a self awareness thing. You have to know when distance exactly. will, will give you clarity. Yeah, and also like some of them are like totally kicking butt yes. in their careers, yeah. and that is the path that yeah. is meant for them. And everyone has their own path. Um, I just knew that I was not meant to continue on, and I needed a break. Yes, and 100%. to come back, I actually was able to apply myself more fully. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have applied myself if I had gone straight through. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I was not mature enough yet to be able to um, show up to grad school. <laughs> I was mature in some ways, but there were other areas I needed to, yeah. I definitely needed to grow up. Same. 100%. <laughs> I wasn't even mature enough to start my fucking undergrad. I, 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 I got from the beginning to end of that from like the full, like, if there is a God, he spent all his time and attention on me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's and what you, happened to those yeah, two years. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. You know, like, and, and, but I think, uh, um, like what I, what I've told some of these like undergrads, I've been curious about like what it's, you know, uh, uh, like after school and and this and that. And I, I I told them, I was like, like, I know the answer you're looking for is like very like clear, like, oh, so, you know, go do this and then go do that. But like something you you have 24 hours a day is your your emotions how you use them if they if they fuel you or if they hold you back and like how, like how you think about yourself how you think about life and 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 like like my all my advice like to them it probably seemed indirect but I was just like man like you know like I don't know you too well but like I would say step 1 like what what is it that you even think that you're capable of like like how do you mm-hmm. think of yourself and and how do you think of your your path and how much time have you spent thinking about like the world and even how helpful it is how like it sometimes it's so helpful when you're so you know in music on such a like a narrow like you've been in a ma- narrow mindset like of course when you're in it you wouldn't understand it but like how thinking outside of music will actually help clear up what you want to do in music. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 one of those, like, so I, these days, like, if anyone comes to me with advice, 
I realized like the best advice is things that like empower people to confidently move forward and make the best decision for themselves. Yeah. Like people are looking for like a very direct prescription, but like if you can walk away being like, damn, like I know now, I now know how to like ask the right questions for me to carve my own path. Like that, mm-hmm. that's, that's the advice. The advice is like for you to be able to ask yourself the right shit to carve the right path for you. Mm. Like, no. Yeah. Because, you know. you know. It, well, it's so crazy that uh, even I'm reflecting back to our earlier conversation <laughs> of, you know, complaining about certain people still holding the same chairs. And, like, it's like, is it just a waiting game until those chairs open up? And it's like, or you just go do the things that light you up. Yeah. And that type of music, like, I'm carving my own path within, you know, marimba and voice. And, and, or... Um, other collaborative records or albums or, you know, um, partnerships. And, and I was like, oh, it's not around like sitting and waiting until some chair opens up. Like in the meantime, let's go like make a musical life for ourselves yeah. and enjoy it because that's, you know, organically where I want to be leaning. I wonder if some musicians don't take the time to like listen to the like oh but like what do, what actually lights me up mm. um i don't know maybe it comes back to the fear thing of, of that but yeah I, I don't know the answer to that and, and something you just um said made me um think about something that i was also talking about with uh someone else um in terms of, like i i also think you got to learn like pe- we all have to learn how to take advice in the sense that like, um, I would say most people are not good at giving advice because it's going to, it's going to come nine times out of 10. You are wrong. If you're telling someone what to do specifically, Mm. like if you're not leading them to a path where they then decide what they're going to do, Nine times out of yeah. ten, your advice is trash. Yeah, because I mean, you're not in their shoes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you know it, that that it's being, like a cellist trying to give me advice. Yeah. On how to <laughs> play the triangle. Yeah. You know. So. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Like, like that being said, it's like, I, I think, um, learning, knowing how to take advice, like knowing the bits to take from, like what someone says, is important too. Because I think, I remember moving here and. Um, of course I was talking to a lot of East coast people cause that's where I'm coming from. So because of that, a lot of East coast people that I talked to that once lived in LA, a lot, like a big reason why they're now back on the East coast is because it didn't work out for them. So like mm. maybe seven out of 10 people I spoke to on the East coast had pretty negative things to say because like their path was hard. So they like, then were like, you know, a lot of the advice I got was like, you know, like, man, like LA is tough and it's going to take this long to like, you know, maybe get to this point and it's going to take this long to meet these, you know, maybe certain type of people that you want to meet that whether it's what you want to gig or whatever. And, and I, I say that because it's like the people that that's telling you that stuff, like you might be a million times more creative than them. Mm. You, you, they may have sat at home waiting to like get called Mm -hmm. and didn't do anything to like 
put themselves in front of people that they wanted to put themselves in front of. Like, yeah. like so when somebody tells you, oh man, you know, when you move out to LA and you're trying to like get, you know, make it into the freelance world, that, that 10 or however many years are telling you, that might, there's truth to that. And like that, that is probably the average. Like that's probably true for most people. But for me, that, that, it's, it's, there's a, there's this middle ground between acknowledging that there is an average for a reason. There's a reason why like the average amounts to this. But when somebody says like, when you go do, like when you go and set out to like go do something that like you have to look at what you specifically bring to the table. Mm. Like something that might take somebody 10 years, it might take you two and it might take you 15. A hundred percent. Right. So, so like, I think on the, on the, you know, kind of, I imagine dealing with, um, you know, students in professional development, right? Like, you know, really young students are very impressionable. So somebody tells them like, man, it took me 10 years. They might move with a mindset of like, well, damn, it's going to take me. They're not actually thinking of themselves like individually, like what they actually as an individual bring to the table because it might take them shorter or longer. Mm -hmm. They might not know if they're, they they might not be thinking about like, damn, am I actually built for this thing? Mm -hmm. Right. When you're just taking that advice and saying like, okay, what applied to them is going to apply to me. But do you, in your, you know, with that rant being said, <laughs> like in your work, do you, do you like remind, are there things that you do with like students that like you remind them to have that balance between like the humility of, of respecting that there's like a consistency in how long it takes for people to get here, but also acknowledging like their own individual strengths and what they bring to the table. Yeah. Yeah. I think the interesting part is, you know, oftentimes when people are giving advice in certain areas like that, it's like a teacher that, you know, totally respect what they're art and they're up to and all, you know, respect their path. Um, but like, did they have a TikTok account? Nah. Yeah. Did they, they're like, you got to go gig at the blue whale and do that. And it's like, well, rest in peace. Blue Whale was yeah. like amazing for LA jazz scene here, and it's not here. Mm. I mean, so it's like, where do you tell your students to go, and how do you navigate their TikTok account when? I, I don't know. I just that's where I get a little frustrated uh, when I hear advice that isn't quite. I have this for, like on the court, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like I love basketball, yeah. so I'm interested in hearing advice that's on the court. Yeah. I'm interested in like playing and I'm the point guard of my own team, yeah. right? And I'm going to bounce the ball to my forward. I'm not going to I'm going to take some advice from my coach. I'm not going to listen to the sports commentator. Yep. I'm going to say, "Thanks mom for being the cheerleader." And that's like and I'm not and there's some I'm not going to take strong strong advice from the from the section in the crowd mm-hmm. in the nosebleeds mm-hmm. and it's and i'm not saying like the teacher is in the nosebleeds i'm just saying like they're not on the court yeah. may, or if they are they're probably not giving advice in, in ways uh, sorry I'm, I'm getting a little bit wrapped up in my analogy because i love basketball so oh, much oh i do too so i i'm totally do you like follow me with you. Yeah, yeah yeah like um uh like 
thank you for the helpful feedback, yeah. sports commentator. Yeah. But back to the game. Yeah. Um, and if I yeah. if I make I I don't want to I want you to keep going. No no I no just, that's um, like that. But you can think of all the different people in your life. Yeah. And you can identify which ones are the cheerleaders. Yes. Which ones are the hecklers in the crowd? Yeah. Which ones are on the bench but cheering you on? Which ones are on the court with you? Yeah. What else? Um. I don't know. Which ones are like the <laughs> like the little kids that are just running around in the game that like don't <laughs> yeah, even care about just the noise. <laughs> just just all the extra noise. That, you, know, you know, and like you gotta focus in on like I'm gonna bounce the ball here yeah. and we're gonna jump shot there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I just to to um because I want you to continue your point just to like <laughs> add on like what you're saying. Like I think it's it's kinda like um especially the different eras thing, like uh takes on like Steph Curry, of course, if Magic Johnson is giving him advice, um, there are just core parts of being a high-level basketball player that any any high-level basketball player from any era can impart on, you know, someone like a younger person. Of course, there's like fundamentals, but in terms of what is possible within you, like like the the very specific because like you said, like they're not on the court uh, and maybe this teacher is not currently in the, in terms of like, like, cause in music, developing a reputation now is a totally fucking different game than like what it meant to like develop a reputation as a dependable player yeah. 40 years ago. Yeah. So of course a person that was in their head. Like Magic Johnson is going to give great advice right, in certain areas. Right. But in ter- like, w- is he gonna know like how like your the 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 endorsements that a player can get can impact this and mm-hmm. like 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 giving advice on like who should handle their social media and this and that. There's that. There's these um, there there's like of course these fundamental aspects that you should listen to people who have found success in your field. But like you said, like people that are like really in it in that moment to know like what is required of you today like it's just it's just going to require i mean it's crazy because i know a lot of times in this process like i'm guilty of it too of trying to find that answer from someone else but in some of like my biggest moments like you realize that a lot of your biggest moments have to do with trusting yourself. Mm-hmm. You oh know? my gosh, that was so great. Cause you know what I was going to say? It was like, was like Steph also might more ask advice from LeBron. Yeah. Cause they're in the same yeah. year, but like schedule for LeBron's next week. It's like, mm. you can't even talk mm. to me cause he's not on the court yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, even within that, it's uh, like, who are you playing today? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, nah, yeah, it's a, it's like a in it's a very real time like gut feeling you have to and of course like it's I think it's easier to trust your gut when all the other stuff all the other work you've put in all like like because you know Steph's done all the drills he's he's worked his ass off and then like there's that like one percent of like human instinct and thought that's like left maybe to like get to that final part where it's so much easier to trust yourself after you've done all the required things you know the 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 practice the the work behind it and um 
anyway, I think I think in terms of your your I would say professional development in a conservatory is I don't think it's utilized this way, but it is the most important mm. role. It's the most important admin role in a conservatory easily because so many people graduate confused as fuck. <laughs> like, well, you know what's super fun is like I get to actually say this now, the like on the record, like stay tuned yeah. because like we're shaking some stuff up at SFCM and I'm wow. very excited that I get to spearhead some of it. Like, yeah, I mean. People can follow me on LinkedIn. Like, we're posting a lot of new jobs. Like, I'm building out a wow. good bit of resources for music students. Yeah. Um, and they were like, why do we need this? And I was like, because last week, this was hard <laughs> for me. Yeah. <laughs> or, yes. you know, um, but I'm so, so excited yeah. that we don't have to wait 10 years in order to get something budget approved in order to add in an yeah. extra class here. Like we're doing it next fall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's how quickly things are moving. Yeah. Um, and for, for better or worse, like, uh, oh, I, I shouldn't say much more because um, the SFCM marketing might get mad at me. <laughs> Marcom, I might have an yeah. email Monday morning. Hey, <laughs> say stay much. tuned, like you stay said. Stay tuned if I say much more. <laughs> mm. Seriously, like your your role is and and I'm I'm uh, uh, faculty admin, so I straddle both sides uh, yeah. of it as well. So yeah. you know, I'm teaching as well within, yeah. within arts entrepreneurship. Yeah, mm. right. So that that's that's awesome. Like you're you're able to understand that um, the the actual improvement of that skill set and then like what to to do with it um you know what to what what career career to create out of all that and um and i think you know in a lot of times too in, in in music schools like being aware of like how your focus on this one thing um your your focus and getting to something at a high level like how the characteristics that you developed to be like at the top 5%, even if you don't get to that one or 2%, but to be at the top 5%, how transferable all that is if you want to like move out of music. Cause so many people, Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, man, we have like amazing uh, students that have gone on to MD programs and like become doctors, mm -hmm. become um, like within for-profit startup world, full business world. Like, I mean, we have C-suite executives that came, actually, Blue Bottle, that company, mm. the coffee company, mm -hmm. came from an SFCM student. Whoa. Oh, shit. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Like, little fast facts. Yeah. You know, the coffee we love and go to all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with an IV. Yeah. Oh, man, that's so <laughs> um, cool. You know, so, like, the study of music, even when they light up, again, neuroscience, when you watch an a brain get lit up music is one of the only fields that lights up all seven quadrants of the brain wow. like that's rad wow we get to do that yeah. so of course it's gonna be transferable skills no matter where you go yeah yeah like you're nurturing a good part of every part of your, your yeah. brain you know so yeah i think about that a, a lot too um which i think is why i'm more interested in making sure that any students that come 
and interact with me or meet with me that hopefully they can believe in themselves a bit more because if you believe in yourself a bit more regardless of what you're up to you're going to go do that more strongly and if you do that more like authentically you're going to impact others more authentically and then they're going to be able to go do their thing Mm -hmm. at a higher level and then like all tides rise Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. we're all we good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you know, I... Sorry, that's like, a, that's my bigger mission statement yeah. I think, in my life. Is... No, but uh, see, I, I love that because I think, like, like, what I love about this conversation is... <laughs> We've gone far. Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, like, like, and, and what I love about basically all the conversations <laughs> I've had on this podcast yeah. is um, I've spoken to people high-level historians, surgeons, athletes, and that belief in yourself is something that comes up in, you know, it, it, it might depend on, on some, some fields need that more, need to spend more time on that than others because mm-hmm. I, I think within music, um, uh, you know, high-level execution in music um, with, with young people today, I think that belief like we, we spent a good chunk of time on that because that that is probably the biggest missing ingredient like that that leads to like all the technical shit that you think you don't understand but like it that that hunger plus the belief that like the hunger is going to lead you to where you want to go like it's gonna mm. answer the rest of those questions, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. because it because where is your mind when you come across those challenges? It when the challenge you are going to meet those challenges, but when you meet them, are you putting yourself down or lifting yourself up? Mm-hmm. And that that's everything. Like that that is the technical process. Like you're not even gonna because depending on where your mind's at, you're gonna give up before you even get to the technical challenges. Right, like if your mind, when you come across those challenges, if you're putting yourself down, if you think like you can't get past that hurdle, then it doesn't even matter what it is that you're pursuing. Yeah, it it doesn't even matter. No, you know. So so anyway, that 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 is, you know, what I I I've, I've loved about this conversation. Obviously, you're a you are a high level performer. You're you're. Um, you know, you're working at a high level conservatory and you've done, you know, and we've touched on this a little bit, like you've done so many things to collaborate with um, other people. But I guess, you know, one of the last things I want to ask you is like, of course I can understand from your perspective how a lot of this there are moments where like you're like damn like had i not gone to this or had i not done this which then turned into that maybe i wouldn't have met this person but mm-hmm. i think to the core how you're built and your 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 talent how seriously you take everything you would have gotten to where you're at now one way or another and mm-hmm. that being said like putting aside the randomness and specificness that comes with that in your path mm-hmm. What are like some things that like because of those, mm-hmm. I think those character traits that I see from you, like because of those character traits that you have, what are some things that like, you know, if young students are listening to today that you feel like are just like undeniably like if you if you think this, if you put this into your your daily thinking, your daily life, your routine, that like you 
you will make something out of yourself. You will make something out mm. of this effort that you're putting. Mm. What are, are there some things you would oh impart? Gosh, that's such a weighty question. Yeah. Ooh, that's, it gives me chills. Um, I mean, it's really beautiful of how you've described it and portrayed it. And, um, I feel the pressure. <laughs> I was thinking, as you were speaking a little bit, I was thinking about... Um, that yeah, no matter what, somehow life will lead me to this thing or that thing. And I think it's more about like the the type of human I am showing up or the essence of who I am. Like if I was, I can kind of picture the type of brain surgeon I would be. And I can also picture the type of farmer I would be and the type of musician I would be. Um, and I think those traits are would probably evolve in some way in similar fashions, mm. regardless of this the skill sets. Um, and I guess I would maybe encourage students to just take little moments of when you're in your day-to-day -day life, like what naturally lights you up, and like just take a little second, put that in your back pocket, remember that, you know, and start to think, and, and are there any as you keep collecting those moments, it's like, are there any through lines that keep being similar? Um, and it's like, oh, okay, that's an organic truth about me. Um, whatever, it might show up one day when you're eating a sandwich and it might happen another day when you're on stage. Yeah. But it's that version of yourself that is like the same type of human. And I know, I mean, to put it in kind of a cartoon sense, my... A lot of my friends describe me as like a golden retriever puppy. I just like, I want to be friends with everyone. I like, I'm very excited. Yeah. I am curious what's in your bag. Like yeah. I might screw up. Yeah. I might like, you know, chew on your favorite loafer, but like you're not going to be too mad at me for too long because like I'll be cute about it yeah. and then like it'll be okay. Um, you know, but like I um, am also very loyal and very, I, I like, anyway, Enough about golden retrievers. I love them. Um, but I kind of know that that's me. And when the moments where I get to be fully myself, regardless of the skill set, it's like, oh, that's that. Yeah. That. And um, the more I can keep doing that in whatever area of what I'm up to, yeah. like, I know that good things are, are bound to happen. Yeah. Um, and if they don't, like, it's all good. Go take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, and you know, funny, like you, 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 you said such an important part of the process just in that last statement of if they don't, it's all good in that, like, um, yeah, there's a, there's this man, I've, I've definitely learned this in my own personal efforts that there's this weird balance between giving so much of a fuck about everything that mm. you do, caring so much, and then like, but somehow it like not being like a big yeah. deal if it doesn't turn out how you thought of it. And, and I guess and I guess part of that, you know, and of course, this is probably, this is a whole other conversation <laughs> this is but a part it's, two. yeah no but it's, it's more so it's it'll it'll what will tie into that is that um 
For sure. It's a, it's a, a conversation we don't have the time for now, but one that's very necessary in that, like, um, that accomplishment, that goal is, it's not you like, like regardless of whether you accomplish that thing or not, that's not a statement on like you personally. Mm. It's not a statement on like mm. your soul, your character, your, your life in general. Like you are more than what you are pursuing and that that should free you um, in a way to like pursue what you're doing with, with no fear because you'll know that whether or not it works out or not, that like it's okay, and that like you're mm-hmm. more than that, and that you know there's some trust that you have to have in yourself to know that even if it doesn't work out, that you're you're gonna you're gonna have your own back, and go from there, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I love I love that that everything that you just said, and yeah, I think that that there's a big there's a big part of that process is um, letting certain things go um, in it. So. Um, man, I think, mm-hmm. man, I, I love this conversation and I, yeah, we covered everything from like Christianity to basketball Yeah, with a bit of music Seriously. in between. Yes. And, and, you know, of <laughs> course I think, I think you're the type and I've, I've said like literally every time, like Amy as well, because she does so many things that she, you know, yeah. likes to do. And, um, you know, I, I like told her, I was like, man, we got to have you back because of course like we went into a little bit of everything and but like you, I think you're the same way in that like there because there's so many things cool things that you've done as a performer and and other aspects of your life where it's like yeah we definitely gotta have you back on but I, I love that your your work with um you know with other students mm. and your own experiences and like how you know a younger uh person a younger artist can like really take some of that and you know go down paths where they 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 end up where they want to be so i thank yeah. you you know oh for making gosh, the time to like well be here. i think it's also like just that i really want to honor the people that have been so gracious to me yeah. you know they've mentored me so it's only right that i pass it on yeah. like that's what it's all about hopefully for any of us yeah you know it's helping each other out yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, uh, to, to people listening, um, this is... Uh, Glass is empty. Yeah, yeah. Cheeks are rosy. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I, <laughs> this is uh, a song called Life. Of course, to I always thank uh, everyone who makes it to the end. Um, you know, thank you for <laughs> listening to me uh, ramble. Kristen, you're fantastic. <laughs> All my guests are like always, they're always like ready to like talk about something, you know, and like stay like on, you know, topic and on brand. And I'll just be like, man, you know, that damn Russia. And this guy's like sitting there because he's qualified to talk about like, I don't know, the bakery he runs. And I'm like, what's your opinion what's on your Russia? Opinion? But um, no, this is like, it's, it's a great Christmas. You want to talk about Russia? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not Part <sorry>. three. No, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yo, Kristen, you're awesome. You're great. Um, And I I knew this was going to be a great conversation. And, um, yeah, for people listening, thank you. Uh, Yeah, so this is a song called Life, and uh, we're out. All right. Thanks for having me.